Welcome to the FX Money Show Podcast. FX Money Show Podcast. Where your host, Nick, uses his 30 years of experience to demolish the FX markets while exposing the how, why, and when of Forex in front of your eyes. So take the foggles off, subscribe and share with your most trusted friends. Pet the cat. Yes, I said pet the kitty cat. Choose some gum and put the headphones on the bone dome. Time is money. And this is the FX Money Show. Let's see who uh, gets on the call. This will be interesting. Just you and I again. Damn it. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's the best part of the day. <laughs> so, oh, so what was going on on Facebook? Uh, on, oh, on, on Freaking idiots. Oh, hold on. Let me. I can't remember what the original comment was and what I said, but I thought I was being nice. I was trying to not be a dick. Didn't go well. Hmm. Um, yeah, the original poster said I was being mean. Oh, he got his pussy hurt. <laughs> yeah, I think I called him a pussy. You know, I was like, well, big deal, you know. <laughs> it's not that bad. Oh, yeah. I, he said uh, it wasn't all that bad. He said avoid overtrading. You will lose a lot with your powerful strategy. Trade one to two trades a day. And you I will, said. Wait, wait. That's a, that's that's. Uh moron or an oxymoron you're gonna lose a lot with your powerful strategy yeah but anyway i mean it was dumb yeah so i said no, no speak english i said <laughs> did you read that in a book did a pro trader say that you know in quotes yeah. i said this is foolishness of a retail trader don't limit yourself to arbitrary rules that some fool said no offense meant to this person Trading doesn't work that way. This industry is full of so-called experts, blah, 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 that don't know anything about trading. Most of it is just rebranding and regurgitating of nonsense. 99% is garbage. Think differently if you want to be successful. You have to forget this toxic nonsense. Yeah. Then he got all bent out of shape. I, I didn't think it was that bad. You know, I wasn't picking bad. on he, him specifically. He's, he just, he's been picked on a lot for being a complete moron. Yeah. Yeah, and it just yeah, there was a there was a bunch more of comments and I was like, Well you're dumb. And then they started talking about risk reward and I was like oh, he, he asked me, he's like, What's your risk reward? And I said, I have no idea how far a trade's gonna go in my favor. I you know, I don't I trade dynamically, not statically. I don't use take profit, blah blah blah. Markets don't work like that. I said risk reward's an investment principle, not a trading principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no and no comment to that one. So, and and uh, and trading is completely different from investing. Investing. Yeah. It's but a, I mean a lot of this shit is from investing print like that's you know, it doesn't make any sense if for a trader. Anyway. I was, it just irritates me. 
I'm like, come on, man. Some of the idiots. I mean, there are some real prize-winning idiots out yeah. there. And and unfortunately, they're on platforms like TikTok and Facebook. And, you know, in yep. the Facebook groups, it's just littered with trash. It's just trash, trash, trash. You know, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday, maybe the day before, you know, and he's got a little Facebook group. And I went in about a year and a half ago and I said, look, you know, the, everything in your group is just garbage. Why don't we actually provide your group some value? And if you don't know how to provide that value, let somebody else do that for you. Because you'll get a much stronger following if you actually teach something that works. But yep. unfortunately, 99% of the world doesn't know what works. And the... Yeah, and the, well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. the the 4%... <laughs> that generates, you know, resilient returns, you know, they're not all that bright either. You know, but they can they no. can muscle their way into profit because they've got a little bit more equity behind them if they're, you know, if they're yeah. measuring treasury, you know, accounts. Um, or, and they're averaging, they're, yeah. they're probably doing some averaging out or something like that, you know, yeah, or but, probably not really trading a live account. I think a lot of these guys just trade down. Well, I'm talking about institutional participants that, that oh, can okay. stomach, they yeah. can stomach the withdrawal or the, the drawdowns a little bit. And it's not so much of a big deal, but these retail hooligans, and I'm not talking about retail traders, I'm talking about the retail hooligans. There's a very specific personality type that defines himself, qualifies himself as a hooligan. You know, if if somebody is teaching something that is incorrect and it is blatantly incorrect, i.e. a good example of this, you know, is the chart-based analysis. But if somebody is in incorrectly teaching something that causes a ripple effect of toxic trading to anybody that is even remotely listening to them yep it's it creates like this whole snowball effect of stupid and, and i'm not calling people stupid i'm just yeah. like it it just starts with you know and, and they start regurgitating all this crap from you know a book they read and you know, from 1980 about stock market trading, which doesn't have anything to do with... It's not even remotely trade. close. Wake up, ladies. It's not even remotely well, close. Oh, my God. There was, there was a comment that I posted uh, into the Telegram group that I thought... It, it sums up what I think of most um, retail traders that I come across. This risk-to-reward, you know, don't trade. You know, if you're trading five times a day, that's terrible. But what got me was um, the whole reason to to start trading is to get away from your nine to five job and, and the luxury of time. Mm -hmm. So trading is supposed to give them this luxury of time. And I was like, that's not why I started trading. I mean, if, if that's why you started trading, so you would have more free time, like you didn't have to work anymore, mm -hmm. then you're in the wrong business. Like there's, that doesn't exist. I mean, of course, we can cut our days down quite a bit, you know, we can trade, you know, a couple hours or sometimes a half an hour or whatever, but there's still a lot of work that has to happen. You know, there's yeah. a lot of learning, there's a lot, of, and there's a lot of trading too. So it's just, it blew my mind. I'm like, but, really? But, like, but what the hell are you talking about? The, these, these, what I call fake fluke gurus, the people that are trying to teach something, they did probably read every stock investor's guide. You know, to the galaxy yeah. or some bullshit. You know, but they they then because they couldn't follow 
they couldn't take their lazy personality and follow a set of signals for profit. They then decided that they were going to read the book. You know, that grandma got them over the weekend when she was at the library. Right. Yep. So they read the book and now all of a sudden they're experts because they have a little uh, a little following in a group. But they're completely moronic because their mind. And, and I've said this before, you know, my my self-proclaimed famous quote is nobody is as blind as the man who can see, but has his mind closed to what's before his eyes. Yeah, right? yeah I've heard you say that. Before. And and that's just because people are closed minded to think that. And unfortunately, you know, traders in general are very alpha type. So they want to be correct. But at yeah. what point are you going to recognize, realize, or acknowledge that you're correct to a fault? You're so correct yep. all the time that your mind is so closed off to actually learning how to trade. Because following a set of fucking candles is absurd. And it's not how the market moves. You've got to understand, and I know you do now, but um, they've got to understand what causes the market to move. And my friends, it's not the charts. In fact, the charts, are, the charts are as remote as you can possibly get or want to the markets. Remote. In other words, they're way off in Timbuk motherfucking two. Right? So That's where they are. Here's something... Here's something crazy, right? So the past uh, three months, right? I took like a small account playing mm -hmm. around, right? Took a small account, and in three months, it's like, what? Well, it's almost twelve hundred percent now. Oh, I didn't look yeah, at yeah, the chart yeah, at all. Yeah, you did. You did show me, but yeah, it's but it, it is what it is. You know, I've had. I, I was in a, a discussion earlier today um, with with somebody that. You know, I took a, an account that was about 50K, and this is in 15. And mm -hmm. before I got done, it was 1.2. Yeah. Three months. Three months, but that was Three an exceptional. Weeks. It might have been. Staring it, at candles? Uh, I, was I staring at candles? No, I was looking at volume. Yeah. You know, uh, it, was all, it was all volume driven because volume drives everything. Now, at the time, we were, you know, still focusing on sentiment and, and dissecting sentiment. And then yeah. eventually we built it. But, um, you know, I didn't actually, I didn't publish sentiment until about four or five years ago. Yeah, I think uh, right about I'd you actually, came. Right about you came yeah. coming on board is when I started publishing what Sentiment was doing. I was I was waiting for the good stuff. Oh. Are we on a podcast right now? We are on a podcast. You did not tell me that. Seriously, this time you really didn't. No, no, I was just venting. I I thought I was just going to be able to vent here for a while. But you know what? I did ask in the group anybody up for a podcast. Yeah, and but you, you got that we starting the bam. You didn't. Bam! Sucker punch. <laughs> you did not say we had started. You just asked me what's going to. on with the it's, it's Facebook. Five, it, I'm like these freaking guys. It's five bucks. If you don't, I mean, if you don't, it's five bucks. Whether you whether you hang up early or get on without acknowledging or knowing or understand, it's five bucks. I have to know that it's being recorded. I said it was going to be a for podcast. The, for the, but you didn't say we were recording yet. No, so I didn't. And I, I also, wanted to see. I wanted to see what the people are going to do. Just kind of straggle in, and you know, and, yeah, and nobody's, nobody's straggling in. And, and Millie, all, and Millie talking about. I don't know what Millie's going to talk about anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, his boy, new Millie. summer dress, probably. <laughs> yeah, his new pink summer dress. <laughs> yeah. 
got we got a holiday, so I, I'm probably not gonna do any trading till the middle of the week. I think. Well, I mean, it's just a it's just a U.S. holiday. It's not a, a I know, a world holiday, but you know, but... I know, I know, but I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll sleep in a little bit for a couple of days. I know it's just the U.S. What is it yeah. on Wednesday, technically? Yeah. Something like that. So it'll it'll be relatively quiet week up until then, and then maybe Thursday and Friday it'll it'll kick into gear. But um, yeah, whatever, whatever. So what I what whatever. I'm thinking about doing, what I'm thinking about Boy. doing is, um, anytime I, I've got a new student that's coming on board, one on one. So prop trader coaching, right? I'm gonna okay. use, I'm gonna utilize the prop trader coaching and anybody who's going through that. What I'm gonna do is like a uh, a one month, a call when they jump on board, and then a follow up call thirty days later. And I want to see their confidence, you know, at the beginning, and then we'll do the follow up call thirty days later. So there'll be some progression of what everybody is doing. And and I know, I mean. You know, Joel's a good example of that. You know, Joel come back on board and yeah, yeah, and he's just hitting home run, home run, home run, home run, home run, home run. Um, but I want to I want to see that more frequently with uh, uh, with the uh, the new uh, members and students that are coming on board. And um, we got yeah. a we got a couple today that um, are jumping through some coaching, and uh, I one of them's got a good bit of experience. So there's a little bit of filtering that has to be done there uh, because sometimes, you know, too much experience is no good. And we've really got to drill down and isolate, identify, eliminate, shred, and eliminate, get rid of the stuff that is retail focused. And there's, there's a lot of stuff that is retail, retail, retail focused. Let's go through the list. Fibonacci's. (laughs) Fibonacci's are retail focused. Right, Elliott Wave. Those are retail, and I say they're retail pro- focused because they're predictive. They're trying to predict something that you cannot predict with resiliency. Right, MACDs, Bollinger Bands, Itchy Scratchy to Balls Emoku, uh, you name it. All of those things are retail, you know, uh, approaches or retail kind of analytical. Forgetting methods. my favorite one. You're forgetting my favorite one to make fun of. My crystal balls. <laughs> no, <laughs> my crystal balls are not your favorite. No, there's, there's, there, no, oh, the garbage can. <laughs> no, that's the Bollinger Band garbage cans. Oh, okay, the Bollinger garbage cans. Um, no, there's a certain, there's a certain concept that I like to make. Fun oh, of smart, smart money. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, that's how that's how institutions trade, right? Yeah, it's the. <laughs> It's the concept. We're going to use a concept. We're not going to use anything that makes money, and we know that it makes money, but instead we're going to use a concept. Well, you know, you know, I, I'm honestly starting to think that it's just straight laziness. People don't actually want to trade. Well, they want to be able to stare at a chart for five minutes, place a trade, and walk away, bam. not analyze it, and hope it hits their take profit or something bam, like that. Like bam. it gives a shit where your take profit is. Bam, bam. You got it. Because that's what I was starting to say. It is... You know, the people that want to follow signals, they end up reading the Stock Investor's Guide to Gonads um, because they can't follow signals or they're following somebody that is a, a, what's that? 
That's a good stock right now. Gonads. 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 50 shares. Yeah. You bought 50 shares of Gonads? Yep. I'm not even sure how to respond to that. That's okay. Keep going. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. All right. But just, 50, just 50 shares? Yeah. Just okay. 50. How do you spell that? G O N A D S. Oh, I thought you were going to say Actually, these nuts. <laughs> these nuts. <laughs> um, but anyway, so those who follow signals, you know, can't make a return because they're following another they're following another retail trader. It's the blind leading the blind really. You know, they're following another retail trader who's going to give them shitty signals, and it's all nonsense anyway. You know, it's just a good sales pitch, and then people buy into them, and when they can't find a return or can't find re resilient profits or routine profits, then they go into reading the book that Grandma got them down at the library, and all of a sudden they're experts. Now the, the people book they got for five bucks, yeah, that's yeah, the people that was the the uh, the closeout book at uh, the closeout book at uh, Gabe's Outlet or whatever you want to call some of those places. Yeah. You know, where, so the where they sell the, yeah, where they sell the, uh, where they sell the $2 books because nobody wants yeah. them because they're worthless and it's all written by the same retail traders that have never found success. So it, it's just, you know, yeah. It's just garbage. Yeah, I mean, like, true professional traders are just going to hop on YouTube and give away their life's work for yeah. free. Just yeah, out sure. of the goodness of their heart. Sure. Because that's how they became so rich. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what's uh, what's the kid's uh, Raynor? Raynor uh, oh, yeah. Kid? Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> he's a goof. <laughs> he's he, got he a good a, YouTube following. <laughs> he's got a great YouTube following. But ask him to actually trade. No, sorry, can't do it. Can't do it. Won't that's do not it. not going to happen. You know, because they don't they don't understand, you know, and, and the big problem is, you know, teaching somebody or retail traders learning how to analyze the chart. They are all of a sudden circumventing the global aspect of it, and it's all downhill from there. Yep. Global <sighs> awareness of these nuts. And no, and no cognitive thinking whatsoever. No, it's it's there's a lot of laziness, and I no. I, I can't really. I don't think I I can't blame people for it. They they make it seem so easy. Well, you know, I I mean it is easy, but you gotta find the right place to go because, mm -hmm. you know. The way they describe it, like if you're if you're reading something. You know, online, if you're at like Baby Pips or if you're <laughs> SMC or ICT or if you're at Forex uh, Factory reading their, uh, you know, community stuff, all that free stuff. Um, free it's stuff. That, that's about what it's worth. You know, it's nothing. The, it's the most expensive free stuff in the world. Yeah, it costs a lot of time. And it costs cost a lot of lot time of and a lot of losses. And that's why it's yeah. the most expensive free stuff. So when it comes down to, Proper education, and I'm not talking theoretical strategy, you know, driven crap, but education on what causes the market to move in the first place. We've talked about this before, but what causes the market to move in the first place, when you know that, staying dynamic and responsive to whatever the price wants to do is relatively simple. You know, 
And I was in I was in the uh, that other Discord that I jumped in this morning, um, mm-hmm. and I saw somebody there, you know, say something about one or two of those per week would be nice. And he think he was talking about a small profitable trade. He said one or two of those would be nice. And I'm thinking one or two of those would be nice. Why don't you actually like learn how to trade, and you'll see, you know, eight or ten of those every single day. Yeah, I saw oh, that. But whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't overtrade your powerful strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Bada boom! <laughs> oh man! Don't yeah, overtrade. Was, yeah. You know, I. Uh, it's it's so frustrating. I, well, I think it's, you know, because you 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 come into these. Uh, these groups where you're talking to people and you're trying to give them actual useful information. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like, like trying to, you know, charge for it. I'm just, just throwing out some info. Right. And they're just like, like, I'm like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The Judas or something, or the antichrist. I don't know. Like, that oh, makes sense. How, yeah. dare they? how dare they say that? I'm like, what? Yeah. Am I making too much sense? Somebody was saying something about like, oh, the, uh, you know, the higher time frames make up the lower time frames, and I said, well, what comes first, the cake or the ingredients? Oh my god! They're like, they're like huh? <laughs> I'm like, just think about it for a while, and you'll figure it out. But they're like, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. You top-down analysis. Yeah, like yeah, that's for rookies. Good luck. With that. It's for morons that are losing. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta continue with that top-down analysis because you're gonna be my liquidity. <laughs> Yeah, keep doing that. Yeah. I mean, oh, these hoodlums that say you know, this and that—they're gonna, you're gonna be my liquidity. You are, you are the liquidity. What an idiot! Oh yeah, of, I love that. Oh my god, who's the moron like that have, says that at ICT? I think it uh, is. Uh, yeah. A lot of them. They're, I mean, it's 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 their mission statement. I think. And I'm just like they, they don't even wouldn't even know liquidity if it smacked them in the face. Yeah. No, oh, I'm all mad now. Oh. I know it's frustrating. Week, right? I'm all pissed off. <laughs> hey, but you know what? It's better to be pissed off than pissed on. Oh gosh, I knew it was coming. As soon as I said it. Yellow showers. What? Ew. Yellow showers. You gonna edit that out? You edit that. Edit, no, edit. I'm actually giving it a sound effect. It's gonna be like this. Can you hear that? What is that? It sounds like it's you're rain. Just banging your desk. No, it's rain. It's- doesn't sound like rain. Uh, okay, I'm going to have to do a, a shower uh, sound effect. Ugh, gross. Did, did I tell you that uh, uh, the little one taught me a new ballet move? Um, no. Did you pull a hamstring? No, I did the grand farté. Oh. She says it stinks. Yeah, she, yeah, she would teach you that. Yeah. Grand Forte. Uh, she's at the uh, she's at the pool right now. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's a good day for that. Oh my gosh, I just jumped into a. Uh, oh no! <laughs> I just jumped into it's. This is on Forex Factory because I was talking about it. I thought I'd hop over here and see what these guys are saying. I jumped into a a trading discussion that was labeled currency strength, right? Mm-hmm. And they're using MACDs. Get the fuck out of here! I swear to God, and moving averages. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Holy shit, baggers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Why? 
Yeah. Oh, that's painful. Anyway, sorry. I just I couldn't believe it. Like, uh, uh. no man is as blind as the guy who can see, but his mind is closed to what's before his eyes. Oh man. But but just think. I mean, think about this. Yeah. There's nothing to think about. It's stupid. <laughs> it's st- yeah. <sighs> oh. What do you got planned for the I mean, weekend? Anything fun? Um, let's see. Uh, no, no. Sounds exciting. This is actually our, uh, my wife and I's first weekend, uh, in like is... a month that we don't have to do anything. Yeah. How many people, um, bit the bullet and oh. got married? Three in one month. Oh, yeah. Man. And then we had, uh, we had our, our decades birthday party. It was her birthday, but my birthday's like a month from hers and we're both turning, uh, a new decade. So. so you're turning 20 and she's turning 30 or what? <laughs> you think I'm 20? No, you, you're turning 40? Yeah, I'm turning 40 in about two weeks. She and she's just... 30. She, wow, she's that much younger? Yeah, man. Mm. What can I say? I got good, skills good, and good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's what I always tell her. I was like, well, I, you know, I... I tended to date in my maturity range, which was about, you know, nine, ten years younger than me. <laughs> oh, nice. 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 Yep. Um, you gonna go by? Uh, you gonna go by the fruit stand uh, over the weekend? Oh, the banana hammock. The banana hammock. No. <laughs> Grandpa trades forex <laughs> dot com. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Not gonna. Not gonna do that. I, I might not- get a banana hammock. Banana. Maybe take a picture, put it, put it on the Discord or something. You know, put it as my new profile on the website. Yeah. Um, no. You, oh, you want to hear a good joke? Actually, it's not even yeah. a joke, right? But I, I gotta, I gotta find something that I can do this with. Actually, I'll, I'll just have to do a sound effects. All right. So I was probably, and I might have already said this to you, but maybe not. Who knows? Here goes. You ready? Drum roll. So ready. I was probably nine years old at the time and my sister who was a few years younger was maybe five or six and we're at my stepfather's softball game now i want to bring this story up because you know star wars is you know pretty was pretty prominent back then but now they've got some you know the new uh uh whatever uh, movie that came out about Star Wars or on Star Wars. Um, so it's fairly recent again. But I'm about nine. She's maybe five or six. And we're at a softball game. And it's pretty hot out. And there's a lot of dust you know, around the softball players' feet. They're kicking up dust. The gloves are hanging around. You know, the bats are flying. You name it. You know, These guys are drunk. And... My sister says, hey, Nick, Darth Vader. And I look at her. And on her face, well, I'm not going to tell you what's on her face, but she's going, Darth Vader. Meanwhile, somebody in the background says, anybody seen my cup? (laughs) Oh, no. Really? Really. Oh, man. Yeah, that's rough. Really, that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> oh. oh gosh, yeah. Oh, gross. I mean, 
Hopefully it was <laughs> at least clean, you know. I don't know. That was a kind of a long baseball game. I don't know if it was before or after. I don't recall. I don't know. I was too. I didn't even know what it was back then. Really, I mean, I didn't know. I had no clue. But uh, I re- I remember it. And then my stepfather said, "Get get put that down," you know. And he he took it and he took a sniff himself. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh my gosh. What's wrong with you? Uh, I think, you know, we should go into another business and manufacture um, protective cups. Protective cups? Yeah, and we'll call it D's. D's? D's cups. D's cups? Protect these nuts. These cups for these nuts. Where is D's nuts? They're right here. Oh, the, oh, these nuts. I think he's driving. He said something about driving. He was, uh, oh, is he driving? Yeah. He's probably you know on his way home. Oh, he's going to uh, Montana. I have a plan with his boys. Yeah, but I, I have a plan because he's going to go see the yeah. missus. I'm sure, right? Probably. Yeah, you okay. can see they're going so, to pick up uh, and then take them all up there. I don't know. You call at nine thirty. I'll call him at 9.45. Yeah, yeah, every 15 minutes. Somebody else has got to call him. Um, Joel can call him at uh, 10. We'll get um, maybe Harry to call him at 10.15. But make sure we keep interrupting him. (laughs) That's a plan. I mean... He he hasn't been home in a couple weeks now? A few weeks? What's it been? No, no, so he. I think he's he's gone most of the week. So he, and he gets home on the weekend. But uh, okay. I think they're all they're all going up to Montana this weekend. Do some fishing. Okay. But yeah, I still like your plan. Like soon as I don't know when he would get home. So what time is it out there right now? He's probably not going to be home for another couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah, I like. Okay, it. okay so before he gets home. You call him and say, look, I've got some really, really, really good, I mean, just super important news. And then when he says, well, I'm getting home, oh, I can't talk about it now. Just make sure you call me right away. (laughs) And then all night he's going to be trying to ring you. And she's going to get pissed. (laughs) Why are we doing this to Damien? I don't know. It just sounds like fun. Oh, poor Damien. You know, full disclosure. I don't I've, condone this, Damien. Yeah, full listening. disclosure. I, I, I've said before that this is not marriage advice. You've just listened to an episode of the FX Money Show, where every day Nick discusses analysis that drives traders' confidence through the roof. Subscribe to the podcast, enjoy the show, and discover your inner trader. The service of the FX Money Show is to provide foundational educational content to trading listeners of foreign exchange and other financial markets. Anything expressed in the FX Money Show by its producers or guests is educational in nature and in no way constitutes advice. You must understand the risks associated with trading financial products and use only capital you can afford to risk. 